Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hey, true creators, welcome back. I love the topic of today's podcast. I'm really excited to dive into it. And I have a guided meditation uh, that I'm going to bring you through. And we're, we're really going to dive into this understanding of how to stop giving our power away because it is time. It is so time for us to recognize our sovereignty and to step into the role of really being a creator. Um, So before I dive into all of that, I want to share with you a really special new creation that I have just opened up. It is called The Garden, and The Garden is an online subscription group. And when you subscribe to The Garden, you get monthly coaching from me. The reason that I started this is because I get a lot of different questions, you know, on social media, through email, Um, asking me, you know, what do I do about this or that very specific different things. And I recognize that not everyone can afford, you know, a three month long coaching practice, um, or program with me, which I would love to be able to offer that, but I really want to be able to, on a very personal level, um, reach people and connect with all of you and, and really personally answer your questions. Um, and, and help you get through whatever it is that you are experiencing in a way that brings you real empowerment, right? Not taking away any of your autonomy, because that's what we're talking about today, but in a way that really helps you, um, and guides you with what I have. And that is, you know, have channeled insights. I'm a channel, I'm an intuitive, I'm a clairvoyant and all of these gifts that I have, Um, I can see very clearly a lot of times what's going on. And it's a huge gift in my own life. I've been able to move through a ton of self-imposed limitations. And I want to be able to help with you um, also getting through those limitations and help you move into that creator truth of who you are. So in the subscription group, um, you receive monthly group coaching, which is really amazing. You get to get on there once a month. I think we're going to do it on the new moon. I'm going to have to check my calendar, so don't hold me to that. But once a month, we're going to have a two hour long group coaching session around a theme. And the first theme that we're going to be diving into in November is self-pleasure. So all of these different themes that I'm going to be, you know, teaching through and offering coaching through, it's going to have a different theme each month. And it's going to be diving into things like spirituality and intuition, sexuality, relationships, personal power, um, understanding how to reach those transcendent states of sex, understanding how to get into the relationships that you want, how to, I mean, just really everything, awakening processes and things like that. So 
If you're hearing this and you already resonate, uh, I'm talking to you. (laughs) I'd love to have you in there. I have all of the information on a link in the description of this podcast, so just click there. You can also go to my website at allisonholly.com, and you'll be able to find the link to the garden. So I'm super excited. Also, I want to tell you the reason that I decided to call it the garden is because I'm writing my second book. I know it's going to be done soon before the end of this year, 2020. And, um, the book is going to be called dancing in the garden of the gods. And I can't wait to share with you what all of that means, (laughs) but the book is about play and it's play on a transcendent level and play on that cosmic level. And that leads me perfectly into what we're going to be talking about today, because before we can play on that cosmic level, we have to be in our full autonomy. We need to be um, personally empowered and we need to recognize what our power is and what our freedom is. Um, So without further ado, let me dive into that. The reason that I chose this topic specifically right now is because I'm seeing so much of this, especially on social media, really anywhere you look right now, Um, you know, with politics being what they are, with people being really elevated around that, elevated in terms of their emotional states being elevated. Um, And, and, you know, this goes deeper too. This isn't just about politics. A lot of people are feeling this calling, this awakening happening, where they're feeling like, I need to live my purpose now. And so I want to share with you how to get past all of the bullshit that is not your purpose and to really find your purpose, okay? So to start this off, I'm going to guide you through a little, a mini meditation. So if you're driving right now, you don't need to close your eyes, but you can go into this meditation anyway. And I'm just gonna ask you to, in this moment, think of or bring to mind something that feels, that you feel strongly about. So if you're really heavily involved in anything political right now, I invite you to bring that situation or that person to mind. If you're feeling very strongly about a specific politician, I'd like you to bring that person to mind. Okay. So bring something to mind that feels intense. Maybe you feel a lot of anger. Maybe you feel really urgent about it. I want you to feel that. All right, so now that you've brought that situation or that person to mind, I want you to imagine the feeling, the emotion, and I want you to amplify it. I want you to bring the emotion that you feel around this person or this situation to mind, and I want you to amplify it, amp it up. So if you're feeling anger, really get into it. Just giving you a couple seconds to do that. And now, now that you've got that and you're feeling it, you're really feeling this energy toward this person. You're really feeling this emotional state. Let that person or that situation completely disappear and just feel the emotion. Let it completely go. That person or situation is gone and now the emotion or the energetic state in your body is still there. 
And I want you to scan your body. I want you to feel in your body, what are you feeling? What emotion? What's your energy doing? What's your physical body feeling? What's your mind doing? What stories are going through your mind about this person that you've just let disappear? What's going on inside of you? Feel it. I want you to feel what's going through your veins. What's going on in your stomach? What is your face? Is your face tense? What's going on there? What about your mind? What are your thoughts? And now if you had your eyes closed for this exercise, go ahead and open them again. So that exercise was to show you a little bit of what it feels like to give your power away. Okay. And I'd love to hear from each of you how this went, because in that exercise, what we did was we looked at someone that we were projecting our power onto. That's really what that exercise was about. So if you're thinking of a politician that you hate right now, <laughs> if you're thinking about someone in your family who's really driving you crazy, or you're thinking about a situation at work that you just feel powerless over, that brings you anxiety, whatever the situation was, that exercise was to help you recognize that anything that you are projecting out, all you're ever doing is really feeling that and embodying that. And that is in you. That's in you. So if you felt this elevated sense of anxiety when you thought about someone else, and then suddenly you take that person out of the scenario, or you take that situation out of the scenario, and you just look at what's going on in your body, that's a lot of energy and a lot of power that you are devoting to that person or situation. And yes, I use that word devoting because it is a form of worship. We're worshiping the people that we actually hate. And that's kind of, I use those strong words because uh, I really want to drive this point home. Any time that someone else can hijack our emotional state, any time that somebody else can hijack our thoughts, our emotions, our, our bodily sensations, our energetic body, that is us giving our power away. Now, through over the past couple weeks, especially, but really this whole year has been us getting really clear on what we're no longer okay with and what our purpose is, um, and what we've been contributing to the collective, all of those things. So I want you now to, I want to invite you to go a little bit deeper with that and recognize how you've been giving your power away. So what does this really mean? If we give our power away to someone, what is that? Um, you know, and, and I brought it to you know, the idea of elections, because I, I really want to share with you what I've been seeing. Um, you know, when uh, Donald Trump got sick, I was seeing a lot on social media of, I hope he dies, or I hope he lives long enough for this to happen, or serves him right. And I thought, it just made me ill. It made me physically ill when I would read those things. It made me feel so... Ugh, because 
I don't think that people understand what they're doing when they project that sort of energy. Would we project that to anybody um, in anybody that we love? I feel like that's a pretty obvious question, but um, we just don't recognize energy if we're doing things like that. If we're ruminating on a particular person, we're giving our power away to them. And so that's why I invite you to take the person out of the situation and just feel the chemicals that are rushing through your body as you're thinking those things. Our minds are under our sovereignty, right? We may not feel like they're under our control, but we are sovereign beings and we can actually guide our thoughts. We can actually guide our energy we are actually meant to be the gods of our own reality. So I'm going to go into that in just a minute, but I, I want to stay on this point for a second. Um, we are, we are in a new paradigm and we're in that new paradigm as soon as we agree to being in the new paradigm. And really right now we're in it so deeply that it's hard to deny. It's, it's hard to deny. And the people who are denying this new paradigm are suffering a lot more than they used to, or I should say we, because there are times when I am also dipping into giving my power away. And so when I'm in that space, I'm not living in the truth of this new paradigm, this new paradigm. And you may have already heard this. The age of the guru is dead, right? So we don't have gurus anymore. We don't have teachers or we have teachers, but we don't have gurus or people that hold that power outside of ourselves. So we can't operate within this idea of giving someone else our power and still feel good. And not only that, but we can't operate within the idea of giving someone else our power and be true creators in this new paradigm. It doesn't work. Um, so what is the new paradigm? The new paradigm is we are the gods of our own realities. The new paradigm is quantum reality, wherein um, so just to compare it to the old reality in the old reality, we would, you know, fight the patriarchy and we would fight things in general. Um, we would raise up against things. We would, um, you know, there was this sort of battle because it was a dualistic paradigm that we were in where something needed to fall in order for something else to be true in quantum reality. We are our own universe. Each person is the God of their own reality. And so therefore we recognize that in order to change things, we only ever shift our own truth. We shift our own energy. We shift our own, um, beingness, our emotional state. We shift our reality and then the external also shifts. Now this sounds like I don't know, not real to the people who haven't experienced it. So I invite you to try and experience it. And if you don't want to, that's cool. It doesn't really bother me. But if you would like to, um, give this a try. Because every time that we are giving our power away, it's because we're trying to create change. It's, you know, we hate people and we we despise people and we give them that power Um 
because we want something external to change so that we can feel safe, so that we can feel empowered, and so that we can move things forward in our own lives, never really realizing that that's always up to us. So if our president did die, if everybody's wish came true, guess what? Our world would still look the same. It would still look the same. We would still have issues that we're seeing now. We would still have the problems. We would still have the poverty. We would still have all of it. It would all still exist because that person does not actually hold the power of our personal reality. So this is a little bit tricky, and I ask you not to jump to conclusions with what I'm saying about what needs to change in the world. I'm not saying anything needs to change. And what I am saying is that within our quantum reality, real shifts can occur. We don't actually change anything by fighting the old. We don't. How we really create change is by unconditionally loving everything as it is. So I'm getting ahead of myself because this is how I go. I turn into like a, I don't know, Baptist preacher and I just start going. (laughs) So um, let me recap. In quantum reality, uh, we, we can ask for help. We can, you know, so we're not sovereign to the point where we, I mean, we're completely sovereign, but that doesn't mean that We can't ask for help from other people. It doesn't mean that we can't collaborate. And it doesn't mean that we can't create change. Actually, what's happening is if you think about the difference, and this came up in a channeling session that I did for someone recently, um, this analogy. If you think about the difference between pushing a wall out of the way versus the, the energy that exists within two atoms when you create an atomic bomb, right? So... Imagine the power in an atomic bomb and how little movement actually needs to happen within that space versus the sort of movement that needs to happen if you're just working on the physical realm or even on that astral realm of fighting against people. If you don't know what I'm talking about with these realms, uh, go check out my book. It's called The Era of the True Creator. And I talk about the different realms, the different density realities. I talk about physical, astral, and then the heavenly or quantum realms. So within the astral realms, you know, we're still, um, we're sort of fighting the dark. It's, it's still polarized. It's still, we haven't unified those polarities. So imagine how much force needs to happen to move a wall with like bulldozers or, you know, like disassembling the whole thing. And then imagine you take that quantum level energy and you bring it to that wall. The wall is just gone in a matter of seconds. And the beautiful thing is, I, you know, maybe let's take it away from, you know, an, an atomic bomb because that has a real destructive connotation. But yes, destruction does occur on that quantum level, but it's so much more clean than, than what we might be picturing with an atomic bomb. It's very clean. And a lot of times it's imperceptible to people who are not working on the quantum level. I've been playing in that quantum level reality uh, with my own physical body, with the people that I interact with, learning how to be more present and to make less movement with more movement actually happening. So tapping into that quantum field makes more movement happen on the physical reality. 
okay? What that means is, in order to be in that quantum reality, we need to be within our personal power. So we can't be giving our, um, you know, our happiness or our any of our emotional states over to someone else. That's the first step. We take that power back. We say, okay, this is me feeling this, and I am actually in control of this, and I can make movement with this. So how, this is going to be really simple, it's going to sound too simple, how do we then take our power back? How do we gain control over our emotional states? How do we gain control over then our mental states and our physical states and our energetic states? And from there, recognize that we are the ones with the power and we are the ones making movements in our personal lives And then our universe, our personal universe looks completely different. How do we do that? Well, we think that we need boundaries, but we don't. It actually feels very clean when we move into this place. Boundaries are naturally occurring when we hold a specific energetic state within ourselves, right? So the the most simple way to take your power back is to go into complete gratitude for everything. When we are in the quantum reality, when we're in that quantum field, our states are unconditional. We move from emotional states to unconditional states, meaning we move from feeling a sense of love and um, you know, maybe appreciation for someone although appreciation really is that quantum field. So we take that state of saying this person is the reason that I'm feeling this emotion. We move that back and we recognize the emotion is ours. And then from there, we move ourselves into an unconditional state, meaning that nothing around us can touch that emotional state. It is clean. It is within us. It doesn't matter what those around us are doing. Um, so an example of this could be, okay, I'm feeling, uh, upset, feeling upset that politics are as they are. I'm feeling, um, that if only people would vote, right? This is a hot topic. If only everyone would vote, we could change this thing. So moving back from that, the emotion behind that is fear of being out of control and moving back from that. The, um, the state that we can recognize is saying, okay, I feel afraid because I feel out of control and I'm angry that the world feels so out of control and all of these things, just process those emotions. What are those emotions? And then moving it back even further, we, we gain acceptance, acceptance for the way that things are. Appreciation is the next step beyond acceptance And then beyond that is gratitude, gratitude for what that situation is. So taking it all the way from, I'm feeling upset that people aren't, you know, registering to vote. Let's bring it all the way back. What's the unconditional state behind that? I appreciate that this world seems like it's in such chaos because that shows me that it's shifting. And I'm so grateful for the people who are making their own choices about things, showing me that I can make my own choice, 
showing me that my, my emotional state is not dependent on another. I am so grateful that I can feel joy even in the midst of all of these people telling me that I should be upset right now. And so right now I'm telling you all of the things that I'm grateful for. <laughs> um, I'll go further. I am grateful for how beautiful my life is and for the people in my life that recognize their own autonomy and for the people in my life that always encourage me to take my own power back, who never let me get lost in those emotional states, who say, Allison, this is actually up to you. You are a creator. You can decide how you want to go about this situation. You can decide how you want to feel about it. And then from there, watch your life change. I'm beyond grateful for the people that act with that level of integrity with me. I am so grateful to see all of the chaos. I'm so grateful to see all of the people feeling that amount of panic because I know that that means that things are changing on a major level. And I love change and I'm here for change and I see it. And I'm so grateful for the new the new that I see forming and I see how beautiful these awakenings are and I see how powerful they are and I see people moving into their autonomy and I feel myself even further moving into my magic and my autonomy and everything that I want to create is right in front of me and I'm so excited for everything I want to create. So all of that that I just went through, those are the unconditional states of gratitude that I move into. And I tried to just bring you through a process. I know I just downloaded a lot. Um, maybe, you know, if you want to, you can listen to this again and take notes of what those steps are and use those steps in your life to help you move into the power, the the insurmountable power of you as a God dancing in this garden that we call the earth reality, dancing, creating your reality and finding the magic and what you want to create and what you want to bring and knowing that no one can stop you. It's not possible. Nobody can stop you from being who you are. It's just not possible. It's always up to you. It may not seem like it, but there are many, many, many different ways of navigating yourself back to the truth of who you are. So I mentioned um, part of that process, how to get yourself back. One form is gratitude. If you've never heard of the Ho'oponopono prayer, um, that is a mantra and it's an embodiment practice of stating, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And if you repeat that and really embody that for anything that you feel um, is kind of aggravating you, then that will that has the power to clear karma. That particular prayer has the power to clear karma. And here's what I've learned about karma. It's always us holding on to it. It's never the other side. We talk about energy cords. I've talked about this in podcasts before. It's never somebody else attaching to us. That's not the truth of anything. We don't have spirits attaching to us. It is our attachment. It's always our attachment. 
So um, I feel like I'm dropping some big truth bombs right now. And I want to see how that's hitting home. Um, I think maybe I'm really bringing this today and really, um, really feeling powerful in this right now uh, because I've been wanting to say this for a while. <laughs> it's been, maybe I've been holding it back. Um, so I'd love to hear how this is resonating with you. And uh, yeah, try that exercise. See how it goes for you. I'd love to hear from you. Um, and once again, join the garden. Join the subscription group, The Garden. You can find more information out about that on my website. And we'll do different exercises just like this um, so that you can step into the power of who you really are and get from life exactly what you really want. You know, And most of the time, that's just to feel so good. We're meant to be ecstatic. We're meant to feel ecstatic. Um, the energy moving through our body is meant to be clear and moving in a strong way and lifting us up to the state of ecstasy that almost feels overpowering, especially when you first start encountering this ecstasy. It feels really overpowering. So anyway, um, now I'm just going on and on, but uh, yeah, I will see you in the next podcast. If you have any questions, get a hold of me and I will talk to you all very soon. Be at peace and stay in unconditional love. Thank you so much for listening today to the True Creator Podcast. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode for any links to all the helpful information I've mentioned here today. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or whatever platform you're tuning in on. Also, head on over to my website at allisonholly.com where you can receive a free guided meditation for healing sexual shame by subscribing to my newsletter. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.